Hey friends, this is Mario J. Radford. I'm the pastor of Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. I pray that it connects, leads, and maybe introduces you to a growing and life-changing relationship with Jesus. Now let's go into the message. talk today from the very first week of our new series called I Promise from the topic you will come through. You will come through. If you're around anybody, if you're near anybody, I want you to tell them around the room, tell them I'm going to come through this. I'm going to come through this. And, and if you're around your family, your friends, tell them we will come through. I'm not just coming through by myself. We will. Spirit of the living God, as we go into this word, I pray, Lord, that your presence would overwhelm us and sweep through every device, every home. Father, that you would get the glory and that you would get the praise. Hide me behind your cross that no one will ever, ever for any reason be impressed by me but always receiving from you we glorify your great name in jesus name amen as we are doing this first week of our series i promise I felt it was very important um, that we remind you of the promises of God and what it is that the Lord is doing through us and what it is that he wants to say and, and how it is that he wants to say it to you and remind you that his promise have not changed over your life. There is nothing, let me tell you this, what I know for sure about this year. There is nothing at all, nothing worse than someone who is trying to encourage you who has not gone through anything. There's nothing worse at all than anyone that's trying to encourage you who has not gone through anything. I don't care if that's a funeral. I don't care if that's a relationship. I don't care if that's a business or anything. Anyone who hasn't gone through anything, there's nothing worse than someone trying to encourage you and they've never gone through anything. I don't know if you ever had anybody that's tried to encourage you and try to tell you how you can come through something and they haven't come through it themselves. Anybody who's telling you to, to be encouraged as far as your uh, your business or be encouraged as far as uh, whatever it is that you're dealing with and they themselves when you ask them well how did you come through it and they'll say well I didn't I didn't come through it myself uh, but I heard that um, you can come through it uh, there's nothing worse than anyone trying to encourage you in an area of which they are not qualified for um, and I can on the flip side of that there are oftentimes so many of us who are paralyzed by what we're in or what we've gone through this year uh, that we often don't see the other side of it. Um, that this year has been one of those where it has not been where we've seen the other side of it. And because we haven't seen the other side of it, oftentimes we're paralyzed by it. And it causes us to uh, get to the point where we're not as encouraged as we were because we don't see an end in sight. The vantage point that we have for the word and the vantage point that we have for many countless scriptures and stories that we have in the word is that we oftentimes know the beginning of the story and we know how the story ends. Every single time we read something, whether that be a blind Bartimaeus or whether that be the woman with the issue of blood or whether that be uh, someone, Lazarus, who was dead for four days and Jesus wept out the outside of, of the town as he was coming in and we find out that he was sleeping. And even the story of Jesus, we know that he stayed in the grave for four days, for three days, excuse me, I added one more day to it. He had stayed in the grave for three days, but we know that he got up and 
it is encouraging because we know how the story ends. But when it relates to us, when you don't know when something is going to end, it oftentimes paralyzes you because you're wondering if it's going to end because you have not seen how it ends just yet. And it's very hard to encourage yourself when you don't see an end in sight. And if that's any of you right now, go ahead and put in the comment section and raise your hand and say, that's me. That's been me. And there's nothing. You are not less spiritual because you don't feel as encouraged as you did in the beginning of this year. All of us came into Janu January in 2021 and February. All of us were all excited about how this year was going to start, where we were going to be, and all that type of stuff. And then all of a sudden, everything paused. And what is often easy to do is to encourage others who are going through because we oftentimes see the ending for them, but we cannot see the ending for us. So it's very important or it's very, it's very easy for us to say, you're going to come through or you're going to whatever, but we can't say anybody else is going to make it. But we, we have a hard time, or we can say they're going to make it, but we have a hard time believing that we can make it. And when we look at this particular scripture, when we look at this particular passage that I want to uh, talk to you about today, uh, when I look at this, uh, this is a, a passage that reminds us of the promise of God to the Israelites who were in captivity. This is a promise and that this what when I want to say promise in this uh, this series of promises is to know that when God makes a promise he does not take it back uh, scripture says that he is not like man he does not lie to you whatever he says he will do that's why I want to remind you of the promises of God there are so many recorded promises of God that you need to remind yourselves of in the midst of where you're at and what's going on and the Israelites were in captivity and they were in a situation where they could do nothing for themselves to get out. They were in captivity. They were in a situation where they could do nothing to get out. They didn't see an end in sight. It seems like everything was getting worse instead of better. Now, I do understand uh, that the Bible uh, is a little outdated to many of us, and we have never in this day and this time been in any type of situation uh, where there is nothing getting better. It's just getting worse. I know y'all don't relate to that at all. Everything is fine right now, and so the Bible might not relate to you, but according to the Israelites they were in captivity captivity means they were in something that they couldn't get out of themselves and it seemed like there was no ending by the time they thought that there was some sense of normalcy coming it seems like everything was getting worse and in the midst of captivity and in the midst of strange uh, strange times and strange seasons and in the midst of being in lockdown and in the midst of literally that's what captivity is being in lockdown in the midst of them not being able to move in the midst of them not being able to operate themselves. God sent a word in the midst of lockdown. If I could, if I could shake you right now where you are, that just because you're in lockdown does not mean God's not speaking to you. Just because you're in captivity does not mean God's not speaking to you. He sent this skinny dude to talk to you today to let you know in the midst of your captivity there is still a word from God. I want you to put in the comments 
comment section, I still got a word. Some of the greatest words I ever received, some of the greatest praise breaks I've ever had came to me while I was in lockdown, shackled by a heavy burden beneath the load of guilt and shame. Then the hand of Jesus touched me, and now I am no longer the same. Someone put in the comment section, I got a word in captivity. So in the midst of the Israelites being in captivity, God sent a word. If I shut this microphone off right now, that's enough for you to shout and do a dance around your carpet and your coffee table to say in the midst of where I'm at, I still got a word. Someone put in the comment section, I still got a word. So here it is in that scripture. It opens up and it says, but now thus saith the Lord. The Lord spoke in the midst of captivity and he said to them, it says, the Lord, and it describes who the Lord is. The Lord, he who created, oh, Jacob, <laughs> he who created Jacob and he who formed you, oh, Israel. He says in the midst of that, he talks. Now, you have to understand, <laughs> Jacob and Israel are both the same person. Glory. Both of them are the same person. He says, the one who created Jacob and the one who formed Israel, he says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. He goes on, he says, I have called you by my name. You are mine. Are y'all ready for this? And I want to talk to you about how you're going to come through and the reason that I know you're going to come through. And this is the first point that I want to lay out to you. This is what it says. He says, uh, I am the one who created you, Jacob. I'm the one who formed your Israel. He said, fear not, for I have redeemed you. He said, I've called you by name. He says, you are mine. The reason I know that you're going to come out is the first thing. He says, because I'm going to make sure that your old news gets redefined. I'm going to make sure that your old news gets redefined. Now, my, some of you all might have missed it. Like, what do you mean old news? He says, I am the one who created Jacob. Those of you who know Jacob, those of you who've been reading the Bible, Jacob is the one who was a hill snatcher. He was the one who couldn't wait his turn. He was the one who tricked he was the one who did whatever he could do to make sure he got ahead he says I created that person what, what that means is that there are many of us that some of the different things that we have struggled with some of the different habits some of the different areas of which that we have had in our life uh, we say that it might have been from the devil but but some of those things are inerrant they're, they're inherited things that we have that have been created many times those things have been created for you to learn how to lean and to depend and trust on God uh, I bring in Paul here. He says, I sought the Lord three times that he would remove this thing from me. He doesn't say what the thing was. We don't know what the thing was. Uh, all historians cannot seem to identify what the thing was. I sought the Lord that he would remove this thing from me, but he didn't remove it. But what I learned from whatever he did not remove is that his grace was sufficient for me. What it means is I learned more about him with my thing than I would have learned from him had he removed moved my thing. Somebody put in the comment section, thank you for my thing. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing to have something that you depend on God for. It's a wonderful thing to depend on God, but say that nobody knows your thing but you. But I'm wonder, I'm, I'm encouraged about that thing because there's another scripture that talks about my things. And it says, according to Romans 8 and 28, that all things work together for the good of them who love God. That means if you got a thing, it can still work together for good that's what he said I created your thing Jacob 
<laughs> I created you for what you are. I created you, but I also formed you, Israel. That thing created is uh, your thing that you got that that keeps you humble, that thing uh, that chases you, that thing that follows you, that thing that, that is always around you, that thing that nobody knows but you, that thing that's in your house right now, that thing that, that's just you and your thing. You, you're on lockdown and it's you and that thing, that, that Jacob part of you. <laughs> that, that thing that, that you, you have to constantly bring before God. He said, that, that thing. I created that, <laughs> but I formed Israel. Uh, the formed Israel is the uh, the part uh, that is the royal part, the the part that is the the, the area that has been uh, changed and transformed. Uh, there are both natures in all of us: the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the transformed. <laughs> we both are, 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 are balancing the things and the transformed. <laughs> in, in between our nature are things and being transformed all at the same time. He says, I created you, O Jacob, and I formed you, O Israel. He says, fear not. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to do something with you. I, I'm going to, I'm going to do something great in you. He said, fear not for I have redeemed you. Now the Israelites had known God, uh, as a redeemer. Um, but he was saying, I don't want you to just know me as a redeemer. He says, I am going to redeem you. The word redeemed means that uh, it was a ransom. That ransom uh, means, for those of you who are like, what is the word ransom? It's the ransom means, it's a word where there was an exchange for something else. That if I got something, if I wanted something, I had to exchange it for something else. And so he says, as far as the Israelites, that in this case, uh, Babylon was going to be destroyed. Uh, those who had captive uh, made them captive was going to be destroyed so that they might be delivered. Uh, now, in our case, those of us who have been redeemed by the blood of the lamb, Jesus said, I want these people or God said, I want these people. So I'm going to send my son for them and I'm going to make him be the ransom. Jesus became the curse for me so that I wouldn't be cursed. Jesus became death for me so that I would not have to die. So now, if any man is in Christ, he is now a new creature because of the ransom that was paid for me. We used to sing a song a long time ago. We would sing, if anybody asks you, just who I am. <laughs> Tell them that I'm redeemed. That means that he, he bought me. He, he paid for me. He paid for me in full. I, uh, he paid with his life. He, he laid down his life to say, I want him or I want her. They're my child. You, if you don't give God glory or praise for anything, just to be able to take a moment, even in your captivity or even in your moment, to be able to say, even in this thing, he still wants me. He still wants me. He still calls me he gave his life that he might have me put in the comment section he wants me he wants me he says fear not for I have redeemed you and it says I have called you by name uh, it's a wonderful thing uh, when someone doesn't know you by such and such <laughs> or describe you by your characters or describe you by how you look or act or describe you by who you're kin to, but they describe you by name. 
He says, I have called you by name. I don't know if any of you all who have ever been in a crowded room and your mama or your daddy call you. There's, there's nothing like the sound of someone who knows you calling you. In the midst of crowds, in the midst of distraction, you know when somebody who knows you calls your name. He says, in the midst of where you're at, I've called you by name. Someone put in the comment section, he called me my name. And he wasn't just saying, I'm calling you in general. I'm not just calling you just to be calling you. He said, I'm calling you and reminding you that you are a peculiar people. I'm reminding you that you are different. I'm reminding you, uh, I'm calling you just like a shepherd would call the names of his sheep. Do you not know that every shepherd who is responsible for sheep, I'm talking about not in this sense, not just in the biblical sense, I'm talking about in the natural sense, every shepherd knows everything about the sheep. And when they see their sheep, no matter how many sheep they are over, they're able to identify certain characteristics about them. They know different things about them, the way their ear is, the way uh, they, this one uh, has some of the, the, their 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 uh, wool coming off of them. This one is a little rough. This one gets a little rowdy. This one will go off the path if you don't pay attention to them. This one likes to sleep. This one likes to eat a lot. And every 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 shepherd knows their sheep. And that is how God is with you. That just as you're receiving this word right now, somebody else is receiving it. And just like somebody else was receiving it, somebody else is receiving it. Because the shepherd knows the sheep by their name. He knows the hair on your head. Knows exactly what you need. Exactly when you need it exactly how you need to hear it the shepherd knows me someone put in the comment section he knows my name so that's the first thing he says the old news that's how you're going to get through because your old news uh, your, your Jacob part of you <laughs> it's going to get redefined your your captivity is going to be redefined I'm going to make sure that you come out of this thing I'm going to be sure of it, that you're going to come out of it. And so your old news is going to be redefined. Somebody put in the comment section, it's going to be redefined. It's going to be redefined. So he goes on in verse 2. He says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. <laughs> and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. One more time. When you pass through, someone say I'm passing through. When you pass through the waters, he says, I will be with you. And says, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. The, fourth, the second thing that you need to know how you're going to come through, he says, I'm not only going to make sure that your old news is redefined, I'm going to make sure that what you will overcome what tried to overwhelm you. Whatever it is that has been trying to overwhelm you, I'm going to make sure that you overcome it. Whatever has tried to overwhelm you, I'm going to make sure you overcome it. Whatever tried to overwhelm you, I'm going to make sure you overcome it. I have to say that to somebody real quick before I move forward. Whatever's tried to overwhelm you, you're going to overcome it. Somebody put in the comment section, I'm going to overcome it. That verse 2 says, when you pass through the waters, he says, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. And this part of the river, when it was talking about the rivers, those people who were reading this at that time, because we have an advantage that they might not have had. We know when we think about rivers and waters and streams and, and how they're designed. But for them, when they thought about the river, they were thinking about the Jordan River. And according to the Jordan River, they knew that the Jordan River was really dangerous because the Jordan River oftentimes would overflow. And when the Jordan River would overflow, it would overflow into the banks and it was very difficult for you to be able to pass through something that was dangerous. It's very difficult to pass through something that overflowed. It's very different for it's very difficult for you to pass through or to cross over something that swelled. But he was trying to tell them, I don't care how it's designed. 
I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how dangerous it is. I don't care what it's designed to do. It will not overwhelm you. And I want to give a word to everybody in this moment and in this season who keeps saying this thing is getting ready to take me out. This moment is getting ready to take me out. And you keep saying this thing is too much. I'm not sure how much more I can take. I know that you're saying it. I've been saying it. Everybody's been saying it. If one more person dies, if one more person leaves here, I don't know what else I'm going to do. This thing is getting ready to take me out. I want you to change your verbiage. I want you to change your text message. I want you to change what you've been tweeting. I want you to change what you've been putting in DMs. I want you to change that thing. And I want you to say, whatever is trying to overcome me, it will not overwhelm me. It will not overwhelm me. I'm going to come through this thing. And I'm going to come through things that are dangerous. I'm going to come through things that seem like it's trying to swallow me up. Because no one in their right mind tries to jump into a river that is moving. No one in their right mind tries to move into a river that is dangerous and is overflowing and that is swelling. But that's how God is and that's what God does. He will make you cross over things that other people didn't cross through. He'll make you come through things that other people were not able to come through. And when you look back, as a songwriter said, my soul begins to look back and wonder. I'm not actually sure but I, I'm not sure I, I couldn't have made it on my own but without God I would not have been able to do this but when God sends a word he will make sure that you are resilient he will make you resistant to things that would normally take you out he says I won't let that thing overwhelm you and the reason that it was important for him to say that to them about the Jordan River is because he had to also remind them of the Red Sea he said this red this Jordan River will be no different than the Red Sea and for those of you who are saying, I'm not really sure what the Red Sea is. I just started reading my Bible yesterday. It's okay. It's fine. Let me give you Bible phonics one-on-one. What happened is, is that they were leaving Egypt. They were leaving and they were in an exodus. Somebody say, this is my exodus. And they were leaving. They were leaving. They were leaving Egypt. And while they were there, it says what they had left was pursuing them. What they had left was chasing them. What they had left was trying to come after them. And I don't know if you've ever been chased by something that you got released from. I don't know if you've ever been chased by something that you're trying to get away from. I don't know if you've ever been chased. Maybe that's not you. Maybe you should watch another streaming service, another service. But there are many of us who are running from things that are trying to grab us. Things that do not belong to us anymore. And they were running away from a pharaoh who thought that he still owned them. But let me tell you something whom the sun sets free is free indeed so they were trying to get away and the, the, the thing that they were getting away from was pursuing them and they came up on a large body of water called the Red Sea and they got to that sea and when they got to that particular sea it looked like it was it was an insurmountable thing that they could not be able to overcome and what God did he told the leader he said all I want you to do I want you to raise your staff and when he raised his staff it says the water started to part the water started to rise up and when the water started to rise up it started to create a wall on both sides and the wall that was on both sides and then he sent the word he said no walk through it 
glory. Somebody to put in the comment section, walk through it. He says they walked through it. And what they did is they walked through on dry ground. Now, I don't know how it was dry because water was just there. I don't know how it dried up. But what I do know that God has the ability to defy every single odd. He will allow you to walk over things that defy and cause people to scratch their head and wonder how you did it. But they walked through over on dry ground. And then what happened is they got to the other side. It says that Pharaoh thought he had caught up with them and he thought that he had them. So the, he thought and they thought, those who were with them, that they were going to be able to go through the same passageway that they went through. And what they did was they tried to go through what they were destined to go through and they got there and the very same thing they walked through safely. The enemy got drowned up in the Red Sea because it was not destined for the enemy but it was destined for the saints. I'm going to come through things I'm going to come through things that the enemy cannot make it through. I want you to put in the comment section I'm going to come through this. I'm going to come through this. I'm going to come through this. I feel like Shirley Caesar or somebody in the room. Somebody say I'm going to come through this. Glory, glory, glory. I'm going to come through this. So they walk through glory, glory, glory. Woo. They said, I'm going to walk through and I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. I'm allow you to not be overwhelmed. You will overcome everything that's trying to overwhelm you. I want to tell you that you'll overcome everything. And the last thing, the next scripture says, and when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. <laughs> and the flame shall not consume you. When you walk through the fire, and I, I want to say this uh, for those of you who are listening, the wind is indefinite to know that you will walk through something. I might not know what your something is, but you will walk through something. <laughs> Everybody in this room who's here with us, we're all are walking through something. We're, we're going through something. Everybody will go through something. It says when. It doesn't say if you walk through the water. Does not say if you go through. It says when. <laughs> you will go through something. I, I want somebody to put in the comment section and say, I will. I will. Now, I know it's hard for you to, I know it's hard for you to own uh, because a lot of us are trying to escape things and like, I don't want to go through nothing. But I'm telling you, when you go through, <laughs> you will go through something. And as a nation, all of us are going through something right now. It says, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. That's the first two, 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 uh, few things I told you that your old news uh, is going to get redefined. I told you secondly that uh, you're going to overcome uh, what tried to overwhelm you. And lastly, I want to tell you that when this says when you walk through the fire, you should not be burned and the flame should not consume you. This last thing I want to tell you, I hope, I hope it don't shout you too bad, but this last thing I want to tell you is that you will outlive the test in your story. <laughs> you will outlive the tests that come into your story. You will outlive every test. He says, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. <laughs> Who comes out of fire and not burned? <laughs> Who comes through? He says, and the flame shall not consume you. What it means is there will be seasons and there will be moments, as he was saying to these Israelites, and as I am saying to you that are watching today, there are moments and there will be seasons and there will be opportunities that things will try to burn you up. 
uh, the heat will turn up and maybe the heat is turned up in your life right now and you can feel the sensation of it and it seems like you're so close to it that it's going to burn up your character and burn up your joy and burn up your peace and burn up your sound minus but it says when you walk through the fire you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you no matter what he was saying to them he says no matter what the damage is you will survive no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like no matter what's going on in your life you will survive i want you to put it come on uh, who is that who sang that song i will survive i want you to put it in the comment section and say I, I will survive i will i will survive you will outlive the test in your story uh, that to 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 make sure you understand that correctly there uh, there was some there was a story of a person who um, had uh, all different types of things was said about them and they were uh, heard different things and and they were told by their mentor he says don't say anything about it he uh, says well, well I want to defend myself he said oh no don't say anything well I want to defend myself he said no don't say anything he said why he said because if you don't say anything you'll outlive the lie <laughs> Everything is not worth a response. You don't have to say something about everything. He says, you will outlive the test in your story. He says, your safety is guaranteed by me. Uh, when I think about that and when I think about how you will walk through the fire and you will not be burned and the flame will not consume you. And I, when I think of people that have overcome or come through heated situations and they did not get burned or they did not die. Uh, can you think of people in your life who have gone through far worse than what you're going through right now? And they're here to still tell the story about it and here to tell the testimony about it. Well, I, I have someone who want to be a witness tonight and here it is in in Daniel the third chapter and verse 26 it says that Nebuchadnezzar uh, uh, then had approached the opening of the blazing furnace and he shouted Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and I know some of y'all like well we're going to talk about the three Hebrew boys absolutely because you need a point of reference you need a point of reference you got to make sure that before you give up that you got a point of reference before you throw in the towel that you got a point of reference he says and these servants were of the most high God and he says to them he says come out come out now what were they coming out of because the very thing that he was telling them to come out of was the very thing he threw them in. The very thing that he was telling them to come out of was the very thing that he had threw them in. And why did he throw them in it? He threw them in it because they would not bow down. They would not just go with whatever was being said to them uh, through whatever means it was being said to them to, to bow down. And when they heard the music, they were supposed to bow down. And when they heard the music and heard this, they were supposed to bow down. They were supposed to do whatever. And they were supposed to be in compliance, whatever everybody else wanted them to do. And they said, we won't bow down to you. We bow down to God. And he said, if you won't bow down to me, he says, according to uh, one of the set traps said, he says, you know, didn't you make a decree that whoever doesn't bow down and who doesn't do whatever according to the music and according to the culture of the times and whoever doesn't uh, operate and act like this, that, that they were supposed to be thrown into the fire. He said, yeah, I did say that. He said, well, those, those people that you favored, <laughs> those ones that you put in a certain position, that, that they're not in compliance. Uh, 
you have to be careful when people exalt you because the very same people who will put you in position will turn on you later on. So these, these people, they were like, you know, those people, uh, they're not in compliance. They're not doing whatever. And he had uh, to, to swallow his own words and put them in, and put them in the fire. He said, I'm, I'm going to have to throw them in there because that's what the rules were and that's what the law was. And they, they were not in compliance and they had to do whatever. And so what happened was that even though he threw them in there, uh, the, the, the heat was turned up so, the scripture says, the heat was turned up so that those who even threw them in were consumed. God has the ability <laughs> to make sure even who throws you in gets taken care of. <laughs> he says that he, he, he threw them into the fire. And uh, they thought they, they were supposed to die and that they were supposed to be uh, done and it was supposed to be over and their story was supposed to be over. Uh, he couldn't sleep all night is what the Bible says. And he couldn't sleep all night and he was pacing trying to figure out what was going on. And he, he was just disturbed in his sleep. But all of a sudden it says that he woke up and he looked and he saw that they were still alive. And he looked and he looked and said that what he threw them in did not consume them. So he said to them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God come out come here and it says so Shadrach Meshach and Abednego came out of the fire I want somebody to put it in the comment section and say I'm going to come out of what they're trying to throw me into I'm going to come out of what they're trying to throw me in he says they came out of the fire and verse 27 says and the satraps and the perfects and the governors and the royal buyers advisors crowded around them and they saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies nor was a hair of their head a singe their robes were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them I don't know who that word is for today and I don't know who I'm going after today and I don't know who I'm ministering to today but this word says that they got thrown into something that did not consume them they got thrown into something that did not that did not overwhelm them they got thrown into something that did not they did they came out of this thing according to that word it says it did not harm their bodies glory I want to let you know I know that there are things all around you and I know that there are things that you're hearing from all different types of people and I know there are things that people are getting all around you but according to the word the very thing that was around them they did not get it the very thing that was going on around them they did not get because it did not harm their body I want you to point to yourself and say they might get it but it ain't coming near my body I don't want doom on nobody else I don't want anything to happen to anybody else but whatever is going on outside of me will not happen to me look around your room look around your room look around your family high five the people that you're quarantined with and tell them we ain't gonna be harmed we ain't gonna be harmed we're gonna survive this oh god and nor was there a hair up their head singed and the robes were not scorched the fact that their hair was not singed it says that nothing happened to their hair while you're sitting there now I know some of y'all are bald and you ain't got no hair anymore and some of you got extensions but maybe because you're at home right now you don't have to be seen by nobody right now but I want to tell you stop trying to pull your hair out stop trying to worry about things that are trying to stress you stop trying to 
die what God is trying to grow don't worry about it nothing's going to happen to your head what that means is you're not going to lose your mind what that means is you're not going to go crazy what that means is you're not going to have a nervous breakdown tell yourself I'm not going to give up and it says the robes were not scorched what that means is I'm not going to lose what he gives me and there was not a smell of fire on them what that thing means the same thing is I'm going to go through it but I'm not going to look like what I go through I might be near the fire but the fire's not going to consume me I might go through things but no matter what I go through it's not going to kill me it's not going to destroy me look at yourself in the mirror and say I will I will I will I will survive I'm gonna make it through this I'm gonna outlive this test that's the word of the Lord that's the promise of the Lord that this will not be your end this will not take you out this will not destroy you you will make it and my last thing that I want to say to you I'm gonna drop the mic that just because you're going through this thing the pandemic doesn't change the promise of God just because you're in a pandemic the promise has not changed he's not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent if God said it you better believe it the pandemic does not cancel it they can have every news report thou see and everybody else can make their recommendations and everybody else can give their report but whose report will you believe I believe I believe the report of the Lord somebody everybody in the room clap your hands and say I believe God clap your hands and say I believe God lift your voice and say I will come through I will come through I will come through let me borrow one of the lines from my R&B brothers not only am I going to come through but I'm going to come through dripping put in the comment section I'm going to come through dripping whatever 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 I've been through it ain't going to be on me it's going to drip off of me it's going to drip off of me drip 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 I'm going to come through clap your hands all you people and give God glory I'm going to come through this come through this everybody wherever you are I want you to lift your hands in your room lift your hands in your house say I'm gonna come through this I'm gonna come through this I gotta come through this this song that murder Summers wrote a few years ago um, a long long time ago predates me I'm not that old 
But it says, we're going to make it. I want you to just put in the comment section, I'm, I'm going to make it. 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 Come on, just encourage yourself. I just want, I want that to rest in yourself. I know, I know it's been a hard year. I know it's been a rough year. I know. I know. I know. But what I know for sure, that no matter how hard the year, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Come on, just put it in the comment section. I know somehow. And I know some way. We're going to make it. No matter what the test. Whatever comes my way. We're going to make it With Jesus on my side Things will work out fine Oh, we're going to make it Come on, point to everybody in your room. Just look up everybody where you are. Come on, tell them together. Say it together. Say, we're going to make it. Oh, my. Let's say it one more time. Everybody in the room. Everybody in the room. Lift your hands. Come on, say it. I know somehow. And I know some way. We're going to make it. <laughs> No matter what the test, whatever comes my way, we're going to make it. Mm -hmm. With Jesus on my side, things will work out fine. We're going to make it. I want you to hug yourself. I want you to hold yourself wherever you are. Say, I'm going to make it. I'm going to come through this. It might be difficult. It might be hard. This is not the type of season I thought it was going to be. This is not the type of year I thought it was going to be. But I'm going to come through it. I can't tell you when it's going to lift. I don't know that. I don't even with this scripture. I don't know how many, how long it was. All of us want to know how long, how much longer. When are we going to come back? I, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know. You're a prophet. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is you're going to come through it. You're going to come through it. I know somehow. I know some way. We're going to make it. You are. For those of you who are, um, tears might be streaming down your face. You're like, Jesus, this has been hard. Yes fire is hot yeah I almost drowned yeah but you didn't yeah it's been difficult I get it and I feel like I can't get out yeah being in captivity is difficult when you want to do something but you can't because you're locked down I get it but the promise doesn't change because you're in a pandemic the promise of God is still yes and in him amen those of you who have not given your life to Christ before we log off and we're going to end our time together, I want you to repeat after me because you, there's one thing to be in a, uh, cap, a captive state according to economy, 
but you don't want to be captive eternally. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, it's been difficult, but I'd rather go through with you than keep living without you. Come into my heart. I believe you died for me. I believe you got up for me. Forgive me of my sins. Save me. I'm ready to live for you. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, I believe that you got born again. And I want to welcome you to the family of God. And what I do know for sure is no matter what pandemic you go through, no matter what pandemic you're in, he will never leave you. Thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you for this time together. God bless you. I'll see you same time, same place. I want you to tell everybody everywhere. Put in the comment section. We're going to make it. And we're going to come through. And we're going to come through tripping. Go ahead and make your t-shirt. And we're going to come through. All right. God bless you. I'll see you all soon. I want to take this time to thank you for your prayers, support, and generous giving that make this ministry possible. For more ways to connect, visit online at growthpointchurch.org. If you've enjoyed today's message, you can like, subscribe, share with your friends, or take a screenshot and share on your social stories and tag us at My Growth Point. Until next time, keep growing.